I believe in miracles. Don't say people. I'm doing business here, man. I don't want anybody tells you words and ideas can change the world. Ninety percent of what you're saying ain't coming out of your mouth. From failing, you learn. From success, not so much. Keep moving forward. Welcome to the Small Business Miracles Podcast. My name is Jeff Randolph. This Small Business Podcast is brought to you by EAG Advertising and Marketing. We're here to celebrate entrepreneurs and let you know what they've got going on, the struggles they face, the uh, challenges that they have overcome, and you're not going to want to miss today's featured interview. We're talking with Resolve Counseling, so I'm excited to get into it. For our news and tips segment today, we're going to talk about some employer branding topics, and we're going to visit this topic a few times throughout the the course of our podcast because it's an important one, uh, especially in a time where you are trying to hire a lot of people to do a lot of work for you. It's a challenging labor market out there, if, if you hadn't noticed. But one of the things that we can work on uh, from a marketing perspective to help that along and, and to help make you the employer of choice is to work on your employer brand. Okay, so let's stop for a second and talk about what an employer brand is. It's, it's a term that we use to describe the company's reputation and popularity from a potential employer's perspective, and it describes the value that the company gives um, to its employees. It's, it's a promise that a company makes to future employees about how they can expect to be treated and the environment they should be um, anticipating that they're working in. Um, it is communicated to you by everything that the company puts out. So all of your owned media, meaning your website, your social media properties, those those things that you control. That's one place where people get um, an employer brand um, concept from, right? That's what builds your employer brand. But it's more than that. It's also by people's uh, peers, your your work peers. It's from previous employees, it's from your neighbors, it's from other social media um, channels and, and accounts. It's also through uh, review sites like Google or Facebook reviews where somebody's giving you a, a review about your, your company. Or Glassdoor uh, is another one where, where people are very specifically um, talking about how it, how it is to work there and work for you. The concept here is that your employer brand, it, the, the stronger that employer brand is, the more that you become the employer of choice, the, the, the place that people want to go work. So now let's underscore that a little bit with some statistics because, hey, we love statistics. Um, Glassdoor did a, a great uh, survey not, not too long ago that said that 92% of people would consider changing jobs if they were offered a role with a company with an excellent corporate reputation. 92% would leave if they got a job at someone who had an excellent corporate reputation, the, the place people want to work. So there's definitely something there, of course, right, To that we want to be there. We want to be that employer of choice so that people flock to us and we don't have to really, you know, twist a lot of arms to have somebody work for us. It, it takes less work. Um, how does that stack up gender-wise? Um, well, 86% of women and 67% of men in the United States wouldn't join a company with a bad reputation. 86% of women, 67% of men wouldn't join a company with a bad reputation. Now, aside from being a startling statistic about the importance of, of managing your employer brand, doesn't this just say something about how much smarter women are than men? 
I, I think maybe there's there's wisdom there. Um, what's what's the purpose of having a good, strong employer brand? Well, a strong employer brand can reduce turnover by 28% and reduce the cost per hire by as much as 50%. And a negative reputation, if you have that bad reputation, it can cost you as much as 10% more per hire. Um, all of those stats are coming from that Glassdoor survey and also a LinkedIn survey that was that was done in conjunction. So those are stats about your employer brand. It's important to manage that. We're going to have more tips on that, and, and we've been speaking on this quite a bit, um, and we'll we'll do some additional blog posts as well so that we can throw out some additional content on that. But it's been a popular topic because uh, I, I can't tell you how many times we've, we've had marketing plans uh, that we presented to someone. And that marketing plan, they sign off on and say, yes, this is it. This is exactly what we want to do. Um, but I can't do this until I have employees to do the work. And so we pivot at that point and we start working on that employer brand. So plenty of things you can do from a marketing perspective um, when it comes to employer branding and helping the HR function work even better. Welcome back to the podcast. I am here with Gabby Voger and Jessica Doan from Resolve Counseling. Um, hey, thanks for being here, you guys. Thanks for having us. Excellent. Tell me now. We're we're going to talk about counseling and and resolve counseling and and all of the the counseling things that ever need to happen with with therapy. Um, but first, tell me because you each have expertise. You you have focus areas that you practice in. Tell tell us a little bit about those. Um, so I'll start. For me, I specialize in working with adults, so ages 17 and up. Um, it's a pretty even split between couples and individuals for me right now. Mm -hmm. uh, my background is in marriage and family therapy. So I have worked some with families, but I primarily stick with individuals and couples right now. Um, my areas of expertise um, are the LGBTQIA community. Um, I work a lot with folks recovering from trauma, and that's a very broad spectrum. Broad like term, that could yeah. mean so many things. So um, I'll just leave it at that for now. Okay. But anyone recovering from a traumatic event, um, couples, so couples that are working through conflict or need to improve communication, trust, working through um, issues with intimacy or sex. Um, I work a lot with women on things like self-compassion, um, reconnecting to yourself. So therapy is just a really good space for folks to kind of tune inward a little bit and um, focus more on things that they need, their values, what do they want, what relationships are the most fulfilling to them. So it's a lot of just individual focus. Um, other areas I would say too, anxiety, depression, mm -hmm. um, and just general life stress, transitions, um, aging. That kind of stuff. Gotcha. That's probably a good summary. And and on if you're listening at home, that's on the left side of your radio dial is Gabby. You just heard from Gabby. Yes. Jessica, tell <laughs> us about you. Yes. Um, so I'm Jessica. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. So a little bit of a different um, licensure than Gabby. I focus on a lot of the same things, though. So we have a lot of overlap um, focusing on the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. I also work with couples and individuals, um, but I work with relationship styles of any kind. So polyamory, ethical non-monogamy, um, anything and everything to bring healthy communication to those relationships. I also focus on anxiety, depression, self-harm, suicidality, um, and then perfection, which actually ties in perfectly with anxiety. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it does. We don't have to. No, we don't have to solve any of my issues today. We We're can, here to we psychoanalyze you. Yes. <laughs> That's why we take. to answer your question. Yes. <laughs> to answer your question, yes. Um, so, resolve counseling. Um, you're 
reimagining mental health and reducing barriers to access. Tell us about the business itself and and kind of what how do how do you what do you tell people you do um, if you were just to meet somebody in an elevator on on the way up. Oh, the elevator speech? The elevator speech. Oh. It's the what 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 you're going up one to three floors, Max. What <laughs> what is it that you guys do? Um, well, so resolve exists because there are so many barriers to accessibility. So when you think about accessibility to mental health care, not only does that mean location, um, that also means a therapist that looks like you or has a similar lived experience as you. Okay. That's something that Resolve is really proud of, is focusing our hiring to meet the need of the Kansas City area. Um <laughs> So a therapist, I think we should maybe start at 101 here. Okay. <laughs> a therapist is something everyone should have. You don't have to wait until you're at rock bottom to see a therapist. And that's a huge misconception. Okay. Therapists included also need therapy. <laughs> Holler to your local therapist. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think there's this huge misconception mm -hmm. that you don't go to therapy unless you're like – actively trying to unalive yourself or actively going through a divorce mm -hmm. or actively in the middle of a giant trauma when in reality our community as a whole would be so much healthier if we all went and worked on our stuff well when when do you wish that people would show up oof that's tricky so for like youth mm -hmm. immediately right prevention what does prevention and mental health care look like talking about feelings giving language to emotion mm -hmm. so we can express our needs the earlier the better think about your adult relationships mm -hmm. how many times do arguments happen because you don't know how to ask for what you need oh yeah always yeah always oh, like mm -hmm. constant discussion in couples therapy is how do i ask my partner to meet my needs if we teach kids how to do that, then adults can do that. Healthy kids become healthy adults. It's a fascinating Wild. concept that no <laughs> one has come up with yet. We should really write a book about that. I mean, um, so the the thing that makes um, resolve different, access is one. What 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 are those things that make you guys different than your the the other places out there? I think yes. going along with the accessibility, uh, we offer evenings like mm -hmm. up until 8 p.m. at night and weekends. So that really makes it possible for anyone and everyone to get there. I mean, all through the day and morning as well. So pretty um, open time slots, which makes a really big difference um, if you can get there and make time. Yeah. I would say that sets us apart. Um, we also emphasize diversity and inclusion. And that's within our culture ourselves, like within our the Resolve team, mm -hmm. um, but also in our outreach and engagement with clients, with the community. We value that quite a bit. Totally. So the cool part is that we have real life people that answer our phones, which shouldn't be that a brag. It shouldn't be a it brag, shouldn't be, but it is. But it yeah. is. Exactly. Um, so like Gabby said, we are open seven days a week. Mm -hmm. That's also pretty different. Right. Um, a lot of private practices or other therapy services are like eight to five Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. Well, what about everyone in the whole wide world that works eight <laughs> <Yeah>. to five? <laughs> who, who could not possibly get any kind of, of therapy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But are still deserving of the access like it keeps going back to that accessibility of the goal is that we can give a therapist and have a therapist ready for anyone and everyone when they're ready mm -hmm. um so we have real life people that answer the phones and get people scheduled and no waitlist. yes yeah because mm -hmm. yeah, you've got three locations and and that's i mean you're you're growing as well so you can how, how many people can you serve now what's what's your that's a good question. I... Um, okay, so we have three locations. We opened our very first one in 2017. Okay. And since then, so in the last seven 
ish. Um, I'm a social worker. Math is not my strong suit. <laughs> we don't do subject. numbers. We, right. That's those fine. those aren't can, for me. You can dive um, into a brain. It's, just feelings. Cool. <laughs> but feelings about numbers, I could <laughs> handle that. That's right. <laughs> Um, so in the last seven-ish years, we've opened three locations. And our original location in Prairie Village, we kind of call that our hub, mm-hmm. has tripled in size since we opened. Oh, wow. Um, so we are at 83rd and Mission in the same building with Village Pediatrics. If anyone's familiar with that location, mm-hmm. that's where we're at. Okay. Um, in that building alone, we have 25 clinical rooms. Oh, wow. Alone. Yeah. And then – I haven't told you about our two other locations. No, yet. <laughs> no. You were keeping them, you know, kind of in your back pocket waiting to wow me with, you know. with that. Yes. Um, so then our second location is in North Kansas City. It's in mm-hmm. Parkville. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have five clinical rooms there. It's a little bit more of an intimate space. Mm-hmm. And then our newest is in Lee Summit, and that just opened in March of this year. Um, and we have seven clinical rooms there. The um, number of appointments we could serve in a year if all every single therapist was fully booked every day, we could serve fifty thousand licensed appointments. Now, I'm I'm no sociologist, but it seems like that kind of capacity would only help the community grow stronger and and have people you know deal with some stuff that they need to um, overcome. Absolutely, that's the goal, man. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> Let me um, the origin story of this. So, so how did it start? What, what's the what is that origin story? Yeah. Um, so, our owner um, Amber Reed, she's incredible. She worked as the clinical director of a local psychiatric hospital, mm-hmm. and her and a colleague noticed this constant barrier of people discharging from the hospital and not having follow-up care. Mm. There were six-month wait lists, um, which we still see that quite a bit, especially with like psychiatry and medication services. Mm. And when someone discharges from an inpatient hospital, generally what that means is they're like five days out from a suicide attempt. Like that's like to paint a picture. That's a pretty common client in that setting. So then to say, hey, we're discharging you back into the community after this crisis and we don't have a therapist for you to follow up with for six months Mm -hmm. is a problem. Um, That's a safety concern. That's a community problem at that point of these these folks that are in active crisis don't have that follow up care. And actually, fun fact, um, the most like the highest. um, Oh, the highest when someone discharges from a hospital, they're more likely to complete suicide after discharge. That week yeah. after discharge is the highest rating time for mm-hmm. someone to end their life. So for them not to have follow-up services right away is a huge risk. So entrepreneurially speaking, um, you see the gap and go, yeah, that's a problem. Let's fix that. Exactly. And, and there's, there's some access issues that we can try to solve. Yes. That's literally how Resolve was born is, okay, this issue shouldn't be an issue, mm-hmm. so we're going to fix it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, and we're, we're talking about access to to therapy. We're, we're – um, there, there has been a lot. I don't know if you guys follow the news and stuff, but um, you, I really you, try not to. You were doing uh, counseling pre-pandemic, um, starting starting in 2017, and then mm-hmm. pandemic happens. And I, I don't know if you were aware that that is what happened. It did. Um, but. <laughs> 
all kinds of crazy stuff happens at that point where we are, um, you know, dealing with issues that we haven't dealt with before. Um, there's a giant focus on them. How how is how have things changed um, pre and post pandemic for you guys in in the industry or, or in the business? I mean. Clinically speaking, people are still recovering. You know, people are sometimes just now getting out of that isolation and starting to ask for help still from, you know, just that that norm yeah. of being kind of on your own and just not having social connection, not reaching out for support. So people are still recovering. I think um, from a therapist perspective, we've been offering virtual telehealth sessions throughout the pandemic and have continued to offer that up until today and probably will going forward. I don't know yeah, why we why, wouldn't. Why yeah. yeah. It goes to that accessibility point, mm -hmm. um, whether or not the pandemic is in its peak, having the ability if you're not feeling well, if the weather is weird, mm -hmm. if you're at work and you don't have time to get out of the office. So over lunch, you can schedule your session then. Um, it just helps meet everyone where they're at. So flexible. I would say the telehealth. Yeah. yeah. Flexible, mm -hmm. convenient. It's the the opposite of everything that um, your bank or, or many retail places have done where they're like, Oh, you mean we could change our, our hours and not right. open sooner? Right. Great. Let's yeah. keep those forever. Yeah. But then maintaining in-person sessions too throughout um, – like in recovery from the pandemic mm -hmm. and just helping people recover and find that space to connect again is really valuable. Yeah. Totally agree with all of that. Um, this – this pandemic uh, was one of the first community traumas. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So this really challenged clinicians to figure out a way to hold space for I, as the clinician, am mm -hmm. going through this with you. Right. Which is very – At the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. So people are like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle this. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling hopeless. Mm -hmm. And as the clinician, I'm like, oh, my gosh, so am I. And figuring out how to balance – my own stuff mm -hmm. while creating space for the client in a version of so many unknowns. Um, that was definitely super challenging for a lot of us for the first time in our careers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I would say that's one other thing about Resolve that I appreciate is how we emphasize um, inclusion and supporting marginalized communities. Mm -hmm. So just kind of connecting to the other social political things that have been going on in recent years, I really value that we make space to help those folks feel safe no matter what. So, yeah. And we're not quiet about that. And I think that yeah. that makes us different too. Um, so if you pull up our Instagram, for example, mm -hmm. in the midst of um, some of the anti-trans bills in our area, so both Gabby and I focus and specialize in the LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. it was really important to us that our clients knew that Resolve stands with you, mm -hmm. even when there are policies and procedures being put into place that are trying to execute you. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted it to be known that that resolve is with you and we're here to create safe space for you regardless of the political climate. Um, and that's also kind of a risk from a business standpoint. It, it is. But you, I mean, you mentioned earlier on that, that it's um, having somebody, being able to see somebody who has that shared life experience and, and how important that is so that mm -hmm. the person on the other end goes, I feel seen, I feel understood. I, you get me, you understand what I'm going through and I can open up even more as a result. Absolutely. Or at least that's the theory. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's it's the right I mean that's that is that is a great response to need, which 
Thank you for doing. <laughs> thank you for doing that. Um, I, we know about you because of the the KC Chamber Small Business. You were one of the the top ten small business award finalists, and I was look. I was cheering for you guys. I wanted yes. you guys to win. You had a great story. Thank you. Um, how how else do people find out about you? How do you find your next client? Yeah. Um, great question. I feel like we find our next client in a lot of ways and a lot of those ways are really organic. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of community partnerships. Um, Resolve is here to serve Kansas City and in order to serve Kansas City, we want to be fully immersed in the city. Mm -hmm. So with that, we have partnerships with the Olathe School District. So we have clinicians in the schools um, two to three days a week giving free therapy to students. Oh, wow. So any student in that building can go see a licensed clinician at school. That reduces major barriers. Um, So that's one huge ways. We also partner with Johnson County Mental Health. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually serve a lot of their like overflow wait list and then their employees as well. They have um, a contract sort of thing with us where their employees can receive reduced rate services from us. Um, And then one of our coolest partnerships is the Cerner Charitable Cerner Charitable Foundation. Um, With that, we are the first and only mental health agency that has a partnership with them offering scholarships to um, children and families needing therapy services. Outstanding. Yeah. Good. good Like all of that seems to work together in in just mission fulfillment and everything else. You're you're firing on all cylinders so far, if I can use that one. Really trying. <laughs> What's what is what is next? What does the future look like? Is that more expansion? Is that a different? Is it just adding more people? What what's the what does the future look like? Is all of the above an answer? It can be <laughs> if if that's actually your answer. I don't want to I don't want to force you into an answer. So um, in a perfect world, we're going to keep expanding, Mm -hmm. whether that means the locations we already have, continuing to grow those. Like I mentioned earlier, our Prairie Village location, we have literally continued to rent out that floor like Mm -hmm. year by year. Yes. Um, So space wise, uh, perfect world 2025. Let's see a new location. Um, Internally, we're continuing to focus on our hiring practices, again, to create space for different specialties. So at Resolve, we see as little as infants, I'm talking two years old, all the way through end of life. Mm -hmm. Um, So with our staff right now, we can cover a lot of ground, but there's always room for more of that lived yeah. experience and specialized um, clinicians. So that's the goal. Yeah, I think I think I caught that that one of your locations opened right like the week of the, the shutdown of pandemic, right? Which is either terrifying for you or um, did you didn't have advanced knowledge that this was going to be needed and that we should go ahead and open right before that. It wasn't right. It's not like that. No, it was terrifying. Terrifying. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Um, but thank goodness you're there. Thank goodness you did it. Um, let me, let me, let me flip us into the lightning round. We're resolve counseling, Gabby and Jessica. It is time for oh, gosh. the <laughs> lightning round. Uh, lightning round works like this. I'm going to ask a bunch of questions. You don't, you don't have any advanced knowledge of We're we're just going to throw these out at you. Shorter answers are fine. If we need to dive in and talk more. Oh, we're definitely going to dive in and talk more. Um, so let me start with how do you recharge your batteries after helping people all day? 
supplements. And I'm just I'm like, Gabby, take this. <laughs> um, I move my body. I feel like as a therapist, that's like number one is just getting that energy back off of you at the end of the day, whether that's stretching or mm. going on a walk or um, something like that. That would be that's like my number one for doing just quick yeah. answers. Gabby is also a yoga instructor, so like yes. no big deal. Um, remind me to tell you about our upcoming event for mental health professionals. Oh, let's at the end. At the end at of that? End. Okay, done. Yes. Done. Um, I like to go thrifting. Okay. Um, that is my decompression. I want to do it by myself. I want to dig through every rack. I don't want anyone to bother me. I don't want anyone to limit me. Yeah. That's my recharge for sure. I think I think that may be why I'm not allowed to go to Target with my wife. That's her time. That's her recharge time. She, and even if she doesn't buy anything, she's just yep. walking around. I, I see now. Okay, mm-hmm. I get That's it. Self care. Yes. That's self care. <laughs> um, I I if I if we have the the blank check to help resolve and mm-hmm. and you can whatever you'd like to use that for. Um, what would you do with that blank check to help your business? Oh, that's like. I don't know why my initial thought is that's like a scary question. Oh, yeah. Is like, are the possibilities too big? It's it. You need to be limited in some way. To, yeah. You yes. can spend this on charity. You can spend this. On, no, no, no. Open. It's for growth. What are you going to do to help grow? Um. You know, something that like is kind of a pipe dream is having a location that specializes in interns only. Oh, yeah. So having a location that is fully staffed with interns that are in training that also re- – offer that reduced fee. I did see that as a service offering on your website that you have um, a program where instead of um, a, a, you know, uh, normal hourly rate, you have a reduced hourly rate and those, those interns are getting experience, but they're also being overseen by um, licensed practitioners. Absolutely. And that's actually one of the coolest things that we do at Resolve is we have a robust intern program. So we have 16 interns minimum per calendar school year. Um, And those clinicians see a pretty hefty caseload for a student. Um, And with that, it's fully Mm self-report. So something else that makes us different in this way is a lot of times people are like, pull your taxes, prove that you're poor, prove that you can't do this. Mm -hmm. So imagine you're already in crisis, you can't afford this treatment, and then they're saying, well, prove it. Like, And at Resolve, we say, what's your income? Just self-report. And based on that, it's $10 per $10,000 you make per year. So if you tell me you make 20 grand a year, your sessions are $20 $20. with an intern. So having a whole location that's just offering that low reduced rate is pipe dream for that sure. That would continue to improve access. Absolutely. I get it. I, I, there's a theme. Yes. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I like the theme. <laughs> um, so what should people who own a brain know about their own brain? Oh, I like that question. Um, I would say s- something about the connection between mind body, mm. that there's so much in terms of mental, physical, sexual, spiritual health that all come together. So starting with that, starting with self-awareness, learning how to become friends with your mm. inner roommate, that like <laughs> mind chatter that goes on and just start there. Um I always like to blow people away with the fact that your brain's not fully developed until you're 25. Yes. So think about our college Mm -hmm. setup in this country, right? You go sign – literally, I was just talking about this yesterday. You go sign $40,000 billion worth of loans before your brain is fully developed. 
Before your brain has... Before you can really have the capacity to understand what you're doing. And yes. The long-term yes. consequences. Oh, yikes. <laughs> good good advice for brain brain owners. Um, <laughs> if I gave you the power to change the world, and, and that could be the way people think or stigma or, or whatever, um, what would you change to make the world a better place? These are only easy answers. Yeah. Oh, These wow. are the, the easy questions that right. we ask. You were like butter or olive oil. I have like, I a, know, not I have like a personal answer and I have a clinical answer. So oh. same. Well, I'm, you know, do you want to take, let's, let's go either direction. I'm open. Can you repeat the question? Yes. Um, <laughs> we're, we're giving you the power to change the world and that can be the way people think or, or a stigma or, or changing something fundamental about society, whatever that is. Um, what would you change to make the world a better place? I'm going to go. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do this. You, you... I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Take a deep breath. Connect. It is the lightning round. The lightning round causes I feel stress. it. Connect to your body. Um, I want to change uh, the definition of basic human rights and needs. Mm. So when you think about a lot of these populations that Gabby and I work with, especially the queer community, that for me is a personal and a professional answer mm. of – Things that are really misunderstood are oftentimes um, not given access to basic human needs like housing and mm -hmm. health care and, I don't know, affirming care that sure. it says, hey, you're a human being first and you're deserving of medical treatment regardless of your gender identity. Um, that is something that I'm constantly thinking about in my personal and professional life mm -hmm. of just how – Confusion and lack of information and lack of knowledge leads to stigma and discrimination. Um, and so Resolve, we're all about educating the community. That's mm. another one of our core values is how do we bring information to people to reduce stigma? Well, people are afraid of what they don't understand. Yeah. So yeah. if they if they know more, they can do better, I hope. I think I would add to kind of similar to what you're saying, and I really love that answer. Um, Self-compassion is something that I focus on a lot. So that would probably be something I would change is just have that somehow inherently something that people are taught. I mean, you aren't taught that in school. So it's like a lot of my work in sessions is teaching. What is self-compassion? And that's broken down into three components of self-kindness versus self-judgment, human condition versus isolation and mindfulness versus over-identification. So kind of going through some of those three components to just teach people how to respond to themselves the way that they would respond to someone that they love. Oh, and you said mindfulness over... Over-identification. Over yes. So sometimes we'll ruminate on like a negative thought about yourself. So mindfulness helps us like notice it and let that go versus over-identify with it. I am this horrible thing and think about that all day. God, it's like you can just see through me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tell, where where can people find out more about Resolve Counseling? And this, this is also the time where you, you should talk about an event too. But oh, yeah. if people um, have been inspired and they're like, you know, yes, this is the time. I'm going to start now so that I can become uh, – so that my child can become a healthier human adult or that I can um, really, you know, kind of be happier in my life. Where can they find you? I love that. And can I just add, like, oh, yeah. no right or wrong time. Like, it's just so personal to everyone when they feel like taking that step. And I am I admire the people who are brave enough to take that step. It's very overwhelming to try to find the right therapist. And sometimes you try and fail, right? There's therapists mm -hmm. out there who might not be a good fit. So right. taking that additional work to just keep trying. I just always admire folks who, like, come in and they're like, I've been to X amount of therapists and just hasn't worked. And then they come in and I'm just, like, so glad that they're there trying yes. again. 
Um, sorry. No, no, I totally agree with that. Um, we always talk about how therapy is not a one size fits all. And right. at the end of the day, your therapist is human too. And not every human is going to get along with every human. Right. And there's something so powerful in relationship of therapy. Mm-hmm. Like every day that I look at my schedule, I, I'm excited to see the clients that are listed for that day. And I always joke that, um, with professional ethics and boundaries, it feels like I'm going to have a tea party for eight hours. <laughs> like all of my favorite people are going to stop by and tell yeah. me about their life. And that that relationship piece is such key to learning and growing um, mm-hmm. some of the tools that we give you. Like if we don't click or vibe, you're likely not going to get as much out of this and experience. And that's okay. Right. We, would, we want to know that. So you yes. can challenge your therapist. You can tell them they're not getting it. You know, <laughs> you can find another one. You have the power. We work for you. Yes. Um, So if you are someone that wants to dip your toes into therapy, Mm -hmm. I always recommend starting at our website. Mm -hmm. Something else that's pretty cool about our website is every single clinician has a pretty extensive bio. So you can go through and um, read every bio if you want. You can look per location. Mm -hmm. You can look per specialty, per age, per concern, um, and have access to all of that. I've had people uh, tell me they're like, I made a list and I went through 15 different different profiles and I settled or I ended up cho- they didn't settle. They didn't settle. Nobody ever settles settle. for you. No. Um, they chose they me. They chose you. Yes. I actually have had people uh, like couples especially they'll separately go look at the website mm-hmm. and then they'll come back with their top choice. And I've had a couple that I was the top choice for both partners nice. without them talking about nice. it. And that was like meant to be. Meant to be. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, our website is definitely the fastest way to get in touch or just calling our office, right? So our admin team is incredible. We couldn't do our work without them. Um, They know our specialties. They know what we're we're really great with. Can help matchmake if they need to. That's that's not something you'll get on a recorded line. Totally. And that's actually something that, again, shouldn't be rare but is. Uh, Normally, it's just first available. At Resolve, we don't want to just put you with first available. We want to match you with someone that seems like a good fit. Mm -hmm. Um, so that you have a higher chance of of feeling connected. Yeah. So website is caseyresolve.com. Uh, go there and and the event that you were talking about for yes. the industry. Yes. So something that Resolve is also really proud of. Again, I talked about community education and give back. Um, we host something called Care for You Too. So Care for You Too is an annual event for mental health providers. So whether that be case managers, clinicians, doctors, psychiatrists, whoever you are, if you work with people and the brain and mental health, this is for you. I think um, we extend to to like teachers, nurses. You might not get the CEUs that you need because our CEUs that we offer are mental health focused, but it's open to any helping professional, I believe. Right? Absolutely. Yes. Um, so it's six asynchronous CEUs. Oh, wow. So that means you do it on your own time. Um, this year, a lot of those CEUs are about um, some diagnostic things. So in our field, we have a new DSM. That's our our Bible, our mm-hmm. manual, whatever. Um, the newest version came out this last year. So one of our CEUs is, what's the difference? Like, yeah. like what do you need to know? Um, what appeared, what disappeared, exactly. what changed. 
change yes. between the DSM whatever. Right? Yes, yeah. the TR. <laughs> Got it. Yes. Um, so six CEUs and then a four-hour in-person event mm-hmm. where it's focused on self-care. Right. So we're going to do some trauma-informed yoga that Gabby's oh, actually going you. to lead. Yeah. Um, we are going to encourage folks to reconnect with their inner child through play. Nice. So we have um, like some outdoor games we're going to do. Um, this is a secret that nobody knows about yet. So I'm going to tell you here oh, first. Man. Um, we're also kind of dipping into this like nineties nostalgia vibe for part of this day. Um, so for the Swifties out there, T Swift was just in our city and the friendship bracelets are like a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. One of the play events that we're doing is creating affirmation bracelets. So like inspired by the Taylor Swift yep. bracelet yeah. trend, but with affirmations for mental health. Oh, um, yes. So lots of super cool stuff. Very fun. And that is September 29th from okay. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Our website has the link to that. It's also on all of our social medias. Um, and you can get your early bird ticket prices. We also offer student prices. This is a great opportunity oh, yeah. for students that are studying in psychology, marriage and family therapy, mm-hmm. social work. Um, and you get to come hang out with us. And and then let's feed you right into the intern program so that you can help more people. Literally. Yeah, if you want to be an intern. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, the website is caseyresolve.com. It's Resolve Counseling. Gabby and Jessica, thanks for being with us today. Thank, Thank you, you so, much. so much. Yeah, for creating space to talk about this stuff. It's so important. Thank you. That is our show. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Miracles podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave us a five-star rating and review, drop us a line on the website at eagadv.com if you have any thoughts. Until then, we're out here helping entrepreneurs with another small business miracle. (laughs) 